1: What a world! Welcome to another episode of The Ocho presented to you in partnership as always with SBNations, Nations blogging the boys.com. My name Arjo Ochoa, you know me, of course, from BTB and from matters you humble. Os, don of the Ocho, it is Thursday, the third day, November second, two thousand and twenty-three. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you are happy, safe healthy and like Bear, you are full of energy. He has just run into my office. He is ready to be a part of today's recording. Um, it's been a bit of a of a weird week, which is kind of the theme of, um, of this episode. But um, if you are a BTB regular and you're kind of feeling a little bit out of sorts, um, did want to just kind of line things up for you if you felt like things were a little bit off. Uh, we did not have a Block on the Boys roundtable on Tuesday evening. It was obviously Halloween. Uh, I hope Whatever you did, however you celebrated, you had a wonderful, happy, and safe time. Um, So we did not have that. Also, you will not be having an interview with somebody who covers the opposing team on today's episode of the Ocho. That has been, obviously, a staple of what we do uh, here on the Ocho every single week in the lead-up to a Dallas Cowboys game. But it is not the case because it's the week of the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. And that is a unique week. Uh, You know, one team has a name. For this week um, that team is not our team um, but um, because of the content that we create around here you know we like to have fun with this obviously one of the shows I do uh, for blog on the boys is the NFC East mixtape which is 50% a show I said that word weird I said like 50 I meant I don't know how I said that but 50% of the mixtape uh, is uh, a BGN radio as well our home for Philadelphia Eagles content at SB nation um, so what that means is is we are going to mix things up a bit. Instead of Brandon Gouten joining me here today on the Ocho, he obviously joined me yesterday on the NFC East mixtape, which you heard on Wednesday, but that was our first NFC East mixtape of the week. We're going to be having a second. We've done this before. We're doing it again this week Tonight, that's Thursday night, if you're listening to this later, Uh, Thursday night, Brandon and I are going to do a live NFC East mixtape, which you can watch on the blog on the boys YouTube channel, uh, Twitch channel as well. And um, we're going to chop it up. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some special guests stop by. We will podcast that if you're a podcast only listener um, so that you don't miss out as well. But obviously, um, it will exist on the YouTube channel if you want to go check that out um, in your spare time. Maybe it's not spare time. Maybe it's your main time. I don't know. However you want to do it, whatever time you got, um, it's up to you. Anyway, uh, so today it's me, Han style, right? Solo. Uh, Just kind of talking about the Dallas Cowboys because it's been a weird week. Um, Like I said uh, a moment ago, I think the weirdness has kind of rippled into my um, <laughs> into my, my mannerisms and my speaking. It's actually, I'm, I'm stumbling over my words because I'm looking at my mouse pad. It's upside down. And I forgot that I turned it upside down because the bottom was getting worn, like where my wrist, um, sits on it. Um, so it's actually a mouse pad, uh, that I bought after Texas stadium closed. Um, so it has that final season logo in 2008. Um, so it's, it's not like, it's just like a plain mouse pad. That's like one color or something like that, where it being upside down, would be inconsequential. So it just looks weird and it caught my eye and caught my attention and I'm sorry, okay? Um, It's been a weird week. And the reason I say that is the following. (laughs) You know, we all woke up on Monday And we're pumped, right? We all woke up, we're thinking, man, this team kicks ass. This team is amazing. Unlike Man United, my goodness gracious, they just allowed a second goal to Newcastle. Sports are dumb and stupid, and I don't even like them. It's also possible, by the way, that some of you listening to this right now are very happy fans of the Texas Rangers who potentially won the World Series on Wednesday night. We'll see. But either way. We were all happy with regards to the Cowboys specifically on Monday morning because they had dominated the Los Angeles Rams. We were full of confidence and hope and energy, especially coming into such an important game uh, that this week holds against the Philadelphia Eagles and an opportunity for the Cowboys to really kind of, you know, claim something for themselves with regards to the divisional race. But, um, but then we kind of, you know, we we had our little celebration on Monday, but then we kind of quickly shifted into okay, well, you know, the, the, the trade deadline is, is Tuesday. And then there were all the like spooky, you know, puns and jokes and stuff because it was on Halloween. Um, and then Tuesday kind of captivated us, right, from from a trade standpoint. And we didn't have the round table on Tuesday because it was Halloween. So we didn't really get a chance to kind of work through these emotions together. Um, and because the Cowboys did not do anything, and I, I did do a video on our YouTube channel that wasn't live, and I wrote about this as well and was obviously tweeting and threading and Instagramming about it. My main problem with... Because I, th- I think there was a problem. I think Monday was a, a, a good day to be a Dallas Cowboys fan, right? Tuesday was not. Tuesday, maybe it wasn't a bad day, but it definitely was not a good day. Um, because, as I have said now, maybe you've heard me say it in some other places. I also talked about this in some streams with our friends at, at Bleach Report and the BR app. There are five contending teams in the NFC right now. Put them in whatever order you would like. The Philadelphia Eagles, the San Francisco 49ers, the Detroit Lions, the Seattle Seahawks, and our beloved Dallas Cowboys. Of those five teams, four of them made a move of some variety in the lead-up to the trade deadline. The Philadelphia Eagles, and we're just talking about, to be clear, moves within the past, I don't know, like two weeks, right? The Philadelphia Eagles made two moves. They actually traded for Kevin Byard last week, and this week just kind of had some, you know, late-round pick-swap action uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, cool. Eagles did their normal thing. The San Francisco 49ers traded for Chase Young, and I'm not even going to really get mad about that because the Cowboys in no way would have been able to acquire Chase Young. There was no way that Washington would have ever traded him within the division. By the way, if you did not know this, uh, Chase Young played in three games for Washington against Dallas, and Washington won all three of them. That's so weird to me. Um, two of them were in 2020 to be fair, but um, anyway. So San Francisco made a move again. Forget that. Forget who it is. Forget where Chase Young's coming from. San Francisco made a move to improve their overall standing and potential with regards to this season. That's two of the five. All right. The third one, the Detroit Lions. You know, they only traded for Donovan Peoples-Jones, and I, I've you know I've made this point several times. I don't mean to keep. Putting it that way but i mean donovan people's jones doesn't have the potential we think you know that chase young does in san francisco but for all we know watch donovan people's jones just go on this tear and be the reason the lions win the super bowl but anyway the seattle seahawks traded for leonard williams and the seahawks actually gave up the most capital of any of these teams the seahawks gave up a second round draft pick the seahawks were so desperate for help we can talk about whether the trade was sound or not i along with brandon did not like it on the mixtape this week but they were still that willing to commit to improving this season because leonard williams is in a contract year. i mean it's it's not like they're trading for somebody who's on you know who has many more years left on his current deal i mean they made a move you can you can use the term the phrase the verbiage all in if you would like they did that and i'm jealous because the fifth team of the five is the dallas cowboys and they did not make any single move (laughs) I know, Bear. It's frustrating. Let me close this door. One second, y'all.
2: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now, more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I'm back.
1: He's fine. All right. We don't need to edit this it's just you and me here. And so the reason I'm frustrated and the reason that you're frustrated is because those teams did something to get better. I would also add that both the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders got better with regards to how they needed to get better. The New York Giants and the Washington Commanders both waved the white flag on this season and they are both better off in the future because of the terms that they came to and that is not a good thing if you're a cowboys or an eagles fan for that matter and so of all three teams who the dallas cowboys compete with primarily in the nfc east all three of them did something positive with regards to their goal and how they need to get there because again the Giants and commanders have different paths than the Eagles do to competition because the Eagles are relevant right now I think that that point is obvious and so that's frustrating right that all these other teams took measures to make themselves better how they needed to the four others that are contenders in the conference with the Cowboys right now the two others that are not the Eagles in the NFC East and the Cowboys I I really do not like the framing of well, they made their trades in the off season. That's fine. I mean, and, and look, check the tape. I mean, there are many hours of podcasting and, you know, live shows and many articles that we wrote and many tweets and all sorts of flowers that we threw at the feet of the Dallas Cowboys front office. Rightfully and deservedly so, because they traded for Stefan Gilmore, because they traded for Brandon Cooks, even before that, because they brought back Leighton Vanderish and Donovan Wilson. All of those things were fully and well deserving of praise, pats on the backs, and attaboys, and we gave them to the Cowboys. But you cannot say, in on a Halloween or early November, you cannot say, well, we made these trades in March, so we're good. Bro, that was seven months ago. (laughs) Do you know how long ago that was? Do do you? That was like presuming the Rangers do or did win the World Series. It's tonight for me, obviously. Presuming the Rangers did win the World Series on Wednesday night, that was before baseball season even started, and we now have a World Series winner. Like just to contextualize how long ago that was. and even if it hadn't been that long ago, the calculus has changed significantly. Trayvon Diggs is no longer an option for you here in 2023. Leighton Vander Esch is hurt. Michael Gallup has been disappointing. Tony Pollard has been disappointing. I mean, these are all areas of your roster that you should have looked at and said, "This did not live up to expectation. We need to go find help here. We can do so at a low cost." Yes. I'm aware that the Cowboys have already dealt away their fourth, fifth, and sixth round draft picks in 2024, but you know what? They had 2025 picks to work with. These were assets that were involved in some of these trades. They still had their third round pick. They still had their second round draft pick, and for people who were saying, well, RJ, you really want them to give up their second or third round pick when they already don't have a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth? Hell yeah, I do, because one, they might get some, not even might, they will probably get some compensatory picks anyway, and two, if they Win the Super Bowl, none of us are going to care. If they win the Super Bowl, none of us are going to, you know, two months after the fact, during their three months, whatever, after the NFL draft, be like, man, you know, when the Super Bowl was fun, but it really sucked because they don't have this third round pick right now when they're on the clock. No, nobody would care that way whatsoever. So, I mean, it would have been nice to have seen the same sense of aggression from the Cowboys' front office that we have seen from their direct competition this isn't like um i i've always thought it was silly to associate the rams with being like the poster you know team for the going all in movement and the f them picks and all that stuff but whatever i recognize that that's a popular opinion it was you know this isn't that where it's just the team who's doing it that's having success that won the super bowl this isn't that this is literally literally your direct competition right like like, literally the four teams who you are competing the most with for the right to represent the conference in the super bowl literally the other two teams who are down on their luck right now in your division but are positioning themselves in a once again, theoretical sense, because they can miss on these draft picks, right? but in a theoretical sense, they're positioning themselves to be better in the future, to establish that brighter days are ahead, to ensure that the darkest part of the night is behind them. Why would you just sit there and chill and say that you did something in March? That is not cool. And so... What's weird, though, and, and that's why I say it's been a weird week. It continues to be a weird week because, you know, we talked about the, the highs that we felt on Monday morning, and I just described what I feel like sounded like some really low lows. But then it's like, well, hey, they play the Eagles <laughs> on Sunday. Like, it's a game that's big enough that RJ is going to do a, 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 a live mixtape on Thursday night, right? So, so, you know, it's it's just kind of been this weird mesh of timing and how all these you know details have intermingled and interwoven together with one another because this is a big game now it doesn't feel big in the same way that the niners game felt big and that's because the niners own the Cowboys, right we we have come to terms with that we we have waved the white flag on that and if they meet in the playoffs again well hey we'll we'll figure it out (laughs) i mean i I, will we'll all be pretty devastated but i mean you get the point The eagles are a different manner though and what i'm about to say is in no way intended as disrespect it is in no way intended to overlook the eagles the eagles are one of the best teams in the nfl they have played some poor football this season yet they are seven and one do you know how annoying that is do you do you know how annoying it is to watch the eagles struggle in what feels like most of their games this season and to still have seven wins to show for their work through eight weeks of competition. I mean, goodness gracious, like what do, what do we have to do to get this team to lose more often? Um, that's frustrating. And so with all that said, the Cowboys do generally play well against this team. Now that could change. They could go up to Philly and get blown out this weekend, right? Like it's sports, like just because something happens a million times does not mean that it's going to happen on that million and first time. Um, This is a a different version of Jalen hurts than, than Dallas has seen uh, in the Dak Prescott era. Obviously they did see this, this hurts themselves on defense last year when they went to Philadelphia, but this is going to be billed. It is being billed as the Dak hurts game as, you know, Whoever wins this game is in the driver's seat in the NFC East, and that's kind of true. I know that Brandon mentioned this on the first mixtape this week. We'll obviously be talking about it a little bit um, over the course of the live show, but these are the next. Let's look at, um, I guess, let's call it five weeks uh, for Philly after this. These are the next six weeks. This is a better way to do it through week fifteen. So we're at week nine now. This is going to take us to week fifteen. Let's say so the Eagles are seven to one. The Cowboys are five and two. Let's not say anything. But Dallas, after this game, I would like you to play along with me to pick these games, right, through Week 15, be ap- excluding this week's game. Forget this one. Next Sunday, the Cowboys host the Giants, all right? We, I think we all think that's a win, so that's one. Then they visit the Panthers. I think we think that's a win. Then they get the Commanders at home on Thanksgiving Day. I think that we think that's a win. Then they get the Seahawks on Thursday Night Football. I'm willing to give them a loss there because they just – I mean, you know—let's let's be conservative here plus Seattle's pretty good, obviously, and they're one of the contenders that we talked about. So let's give them a loss. It's three and one through those four. They get Philly again. I think it's fair to say they split these Eagles games. So however you want to pick this one on Sunday's up to you. But then week 15, they're at Buffalo. And I know we stopped at that point. That was our cutoff. But after that, they are at Miami. Then after that, they've got Detroit. I mean, the the real run of terror for Dallas starts um, kind of in December, really with that Seahawks game and you know that Seahawks game is the final day of the month I think uh I don't think it's the, the first uh let me make sure um yeah it's December it's a month from today for me but a month from yesterday for you so this month the Cowboys can, let's, let's kind of let's limit it to there the, the next month the month of November Cow. I know I'm all over the place Cowboys had the Giants the Panthers the Commanders and the Seahawks I think they're winning three of these five games counting this Sunday right they've got the giants command or giants Panthers commanders bordered by the two green birds and the Eagles and the Seahawks. Let's say they split those green bird games. They win the other three. That's four and one that puts them at nine and three entering December. And that is a very, 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 very tough December stretch for them. They've got the Eagles. They go to Buffalo. They go to Miami. They come home and they face Detroit. The Eagles on the other hand, the Eagles are seven and one at the moment after Dallas, they're on their bye. then they've got at Kansas city, buffalo san francisco that rounds out their november but even then afterwards they have to visit dallas and visit seattle so if the cowboys were able to get this win on sunday beyond the obvious you know that it would show and imply and entail and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it would really put the eagles in a tough spot as they enter their gauntlet and it would give the cowboys some you know the, the I guess you could say the previous eight weeks, not that the Cowboys have had a hard schedule where the Eagles have had an easy one, but it it would put the Cowboys in a position to have a month to inflate themselves a little bit where the Eagles would, you know, maybe take on some water and then things might stabilize a little bit with Dallas and that December stretch. So you need that. This gives the Cowboys a chance to really, really build a fort, you know what I mean? For, for Philly to not be able to climb over. And so hopefully Sunday is the start of that. Um, This is not the last time you'll hear from me this week. As mentioned, got the live mixtape coming your way on Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Central time is when we start the live show on YouTube and on Twitch. Um, We'll turn around and podcast that right away. Um, So you'll hear from me later on, um, I guess what this evening, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Uh, But if you're listening to this anytime um, beyond that, you can, you know, Check back in your podcast feed or whatever uh, and catch the mixtape. Like I said, we're going to have some friends stop by, so it's a, it should hopefully be a lot of fun. Um, I hope that you have a lot of fun uh, this weekend, whatever. This is a really fun time of year. I know I keep saying that. It's just I love the fall. I love the fall and the winter, and uh, we're getting to the point where people are putting their Christmas decorations up. Right? like it's And we got these big football games happening now. Like It's starting to feel starting to feel pretty fun. starting to feel pretty intense. And things will feel all the more fun and all the more intense if the Cowboys are able to get this win on Sunday. If they go to Philly, they get a win. Um, When we haven't really, you know, again, I I think it's unfair to throw out the first Dak Hurts game, uh, but people like to for whatever reason because people like to say like, oh, well, Hurts wasn't really good then, so we shouldn't count it. Um, But if they go beat the Eagles right now, it will... It will give us a lot of material to work with, I think, to, to to have a good time on the internet, which is really what we're all showing up to do, right? Is to have a good time on the internet. So uh, whatever you got going on, I hope it's tremendous. I hope it's great. I can't wait to see you on Thursday evening. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a great dinner, a great breakfast, a great lunch, some great snacks, some something great to drink. And uh, thanks so much for hanging out. I hope you have the best day ever. I hope you have the most wonderful day of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you mañana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.